All right, all right, all right. All right, we are back. Oh, and this is a special one, y'all. Um, this is the Life of X Athlete, but you already know that. Uh, season two is full of facts. I have a very, very, very special guest with me. It's a one-on-one -on -one today, okay? So y'all just, y'all bear with me because we're going to learn some new things about this guy. All right, but I'm going to set him up a little bit. So he played in 129 games at Michigan University. He's a two-time Big Ten tournament champion. Played in a national title game in 2018. Fifth all-time at Michigan University in blocks with 165. He was a team captain. He was the most valuable player in the 2020 battle for Atlantis. He was also on the all-tournament team in that same, I believe it was that same, um, same, tournament. same tournament. Yeah. So with no further ado, my guy, John Teske, right? Is yeah, that how you yeah, say it? Yeah, I was, look, when I tell you I have been practicing that for like two months, I was practicing that for like two months. But how are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm good. Um, I want to start off with saying you're 71. Yep. What age did you get that height? I didn't hit 71 until like my kind of senior year of high school. So at, so a senior in high school and you're seven one. Yeah. How was that walking around in high school at seven one? Uh, I mean I was kind of used to. It. I've always been the tallest one. Yeah. Um, but, so I didn't really hit my growth rate though between seventh and eighth grade. I went from like six two to like six seven. Oh wow. And then I just from there in the, my freshman year and the sophomore year I kept going like miniature two. And, yeah. Until I kind of hit seven seven one. Okay. Okay. So we have a we have a big man, a big big man, and and. And um, this is this is coming right before the NBA draft. And he is a prospect, a very big prospect in the NBA draft this year. He is projected to go in the first round. So, y'all, when I tell you this is a real one right here, this is a real one. So I'm just happy to be with him, happy to sit down with you, man. Thank you for sitting down with me. We've been trying to get this together for a little while now. <laughs> but right, but it's just it's just timing, you know, timing and and you've been grinding. You've been grinding. So let's start there. So how has how has training been for you in the midst of COVID nineteen and everything? Yeah, I mean, at the start of it, no one really knew what was going on. Right. Um, so everything was kinda of up in the air. That my senior year got canceled. Um and then I didn't know what was going to happen with kind of the draft in the next next season. And so um kind of came back here, and I've been working out, training. I, I go up the beach every morning, working out there, basketball-wise. And uh, kind of um, in the afternoons, kind of coming here with Hutch and you know, work out, work on my body, and speed, agility, conditioning, things like that. So um, just going week by week, day by day, just taking it a little bit by little, uh, hoping for the best. Yeah, that's, um, that's the way to go about it. You know, work is it, it speaks for itself at the end of the day and when just watching your um some of your highlights and just your transition from your freshman year at michigan to your senior year you could tell you was working so you doing two a day doesn't surprise me and the way you even spoke about it it was like yeah i just go work out in the morning and then i come in working it's just a part of it where did that start where did that work ethic come from um, I think it starts with my parents, just being around them and watching watching them as I grow up. Mm -hmm. um, my dad goes to work every day, hard hard to work. You know, he takes any days off unless we go to vacation. My mom works hard too, and not just out, out working, but in the house as well. Yeah, you know, that for us, things like that. So, at an early age, I've, I've seen it from my parents. You know, okay, I'm just kind of taking what they've taught me and then I put it in my own life. That's amazing. So, um, 
growing up, where did the love for basketball start for you? Uh, I'm from a basketball family. Uh, my grandpa taught me at an early age, as well as my dad. Both mm-hmm. my parents played in college, in small college in Indiana. Wow. Um, so uh, I'm kind of in the basketball family. My cousins played. Um, we all played sports, but um, particularly basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of football players. My cousins play football as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a big sports family. But from an early age, really my grandpa and my dad got me involved with basketball. Okay. Okay. So... At a young age, you knew you wanted to play basketball. Did you know at that young age? Because I know for me, when I first touched the field, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the NFL. (laughs) So um, so was it the same way for you when you first touched the basketball, when you first got on that court for the first few times? You were like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I thought I always always had kind of a chance. I mean, just using my height and my ability. Um, I feel like I have a good IQ for the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. been around it for so long. Um, but definitely, I played other sports, football, baseball, things like that. Mm-hmm. I even swam, too. I was on the swimming team. What? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's dope. So that's something a lot of people don't know. I, I, I love to swim and be by the water. So really? Growing up, I was always on a swim team. But I, kind of once I hit middle school, I hit that growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I really focused on basketball. I was like, I can I can really do this for, for the future. Yeah. I looked towards that. And that. But kind of from middle school on, I started really kind of working hard and and all my efforts into basketball. That's dope. That's dope. That's kind of happened. That's kind of how it happened for me too. So um, I think, especially now in this day and age, you kind of have to make that choice a little earlier when it comes to recruiting and trying to get to that that. And of course, the D one level. Um, they started early. You actually um committed as a sophomore in uh in high school. What made you commit at at that age? And um, why did it feel so right for you? Yeah, I mean. It was kind of down. It was funny. It was kind of, I had my first offer from Dayton, and I really loved Dayton. Um, and then Ohio State got involved in Michigan, too, and a couple other Big Ten schools, but it really came down to Michigan Ohio State. And growing up, um, I'm originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. So I have a lot of family over there. So I always watched Michigan, but my dad's from the Cleveland area. Okay. Um, so growing up, I was actually a big Ohio State fan. So, yeah. Uh, so I always loved watching the football, basketball, and stuff like that. But once I got recruited, I was like, I'm going to stay neutral. Just kind of take take visits, mm-hmm. just kind of check everything out. And um, I just fell in love with the University of Michigan. Um, just coaches at the campus, the players, um, just the, you can't beat the education there. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of all those things and kind of close to being home too. I was like, there's no really need for me to wait any longer. I, I love that place and they offered me, I'm just going to go ahead and accept it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that makes, that, did that make things easier for you after you got, um, after you was like, I'm going to, I'm going to commit. After you committed, which was, Kind of your junior senior year, like okay, I'm just developing to get to where I already know I'm going. Or was it like the pressure was on? What what was that feeling? Um, I kind of felt relieved after I made my decision. Yeah. Um, but looking back at it, I maybe wish I could have taken a little more visits. Okay. Um, maybe stretch it out a little longer. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that's always what ifs. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy with what I did and my decision. Uh, I kind of, I, I those last my last few years, uh, they can't take anything away from me. So I just I'm just saying fact. like. I'm really happy with the decision I made, and um, I'm just kind of going from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when you okay, so boom, you 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 committed as a sophomore. You have a great junior senior year as a high schooler in Medina. Um, one of uh, Medina's a, a big time school, but you're one of the bigger athletes to come out of that city. So how was that when uh, when you're dealing with you know? Kids on your team that's still trying to get recruited. You're six, six of nine, almost seven one. Like, how does that feel walking through the uh, hallways at, at high school? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I was kind of, I mean, I was just trying to blend in. I mean, that was hard seven one, but like, I'm still a typical 17, 18 year old kid, mm-hmm. um, having fun. Um, love, love the guys. I mean, my, my senior year, it was me and Jimmy Clark, another senior. We were the only two seniors on the team. Mm-hmm. So we're a young team and just trying to lead those guys. But as another 17, 18 year old, at the same time, just trying to have fun, like, even though I know I have a great future ahead of me. I yeah. just got to keep working hard. But yeah, I'm still, still a young kid, just trying to have fun. So with that being said, what was, because I remember, you know, a lot of my high school career being fun. Um, college was, was, a, was a job, and, and, <laughs> to say the yeah. least. It was fun, of course, yeah. but it was a job. Yeah. So um, just in high school, what was one of your um, favorite moments that you had, either playing or being with the guys or whatever? Um, I think just being around the guys. Yeah. Um, just my junior, senior year. Uh, we made a good couple of runs. We uh, kind of used the Sweet won the district title. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, just being around the guys. Um, really. Um, and even though, yeah, I was kind of a big man mm-hmm. going going D one. Mm-hmm. I just love being around the, around the guys and just hanging out with them, even though it's all off the court, uh, having fun, um, going team dinners and stuff like that. So yeah. Really, just kind of bonding over stuff other than basketball at times. That's great. Do you still are you still close with any of your people from high school? Um, yeah, a couple of them. Um, kind of keeping t- contact here and there with a couple of them. Uh, a couple of them play at Baldwin Wallace, so yeah. it's still around here. So I uh, try to keep in touch with them when I can. That's good. I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> I know, especially you know, just getting ready for the draft and everything. This time in your life is just. It's just one of those times, you know, where you kind of have to focus in. You can't really hit up everybody, even though you're home. Yeah. It's just one of those times. So how does it feel preparing for the draft, like mentally? Um, I just take it day by day. I know I got to work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, long road ahead of me. Uh, I know that's my goal is playing NBA. Um, there's still a lot up in the air. Still watching the games, mm-hmm. watching, watching the bubble. Um, mm-hmm. Hearing rumors that they might push the draft back. They start the season next year. Mm-hmm. So all I can control is how hard I work right now. Take, take week by week and just kind of go from there. A hundred percent. I agree. So let's breathe for a second. <laughs> what is one of your hobbies that somebody might not know? You already said swimming, yeah. but what is a hobby of yours that somebody may not know? Uh, I, I love the outdoors or. Um, I like to play video games. Okay, so, what's the what's the game? What's, what's one of your games? Uh, right now, I'm playing um, the, the Fall Guys or the I like I like um, Madden or okay. NHL. So one of those. Oh three. yeah, oh yeah, I like I like Madden. I really like NHL 2020. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be that good, but that one was really good. Yeah, my roommate back at school, uh, we would always kind of play. Yeah, yeah, that game. So um, it's always just fun to battle them. I feel it's that. a fun game to play against someone. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So um, let's kind of um, go into your Michigan, you know, those four years, right? Um, you go, So you go in your freshman year. You knew you were going there two years ago, but you're finally stepping on that floor. How does that feel for you, that transition? You're away from home. You're an 18, 17, 18-year-old kid. How does that feel? Yeah, at first it was kind of overwhelming. It was kind yeah. of first time just being really away from home. Obviously, we've been away from camps and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but for, for, very first time for being away uh, for, for, for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, we, so most of the freshmen have to come in like kind of that, that summer before. So, like, okay. either July, August, before um, school, not August or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that first couple of months, uh, it was a big change. Yeah. Just getting used to the pace of play, getting used to the workouts, oh, getting yeah. used to the, the school. And so, um, it, and I wasn't at that time. I wasn't really ready to play either, and it kind of showed. I had a kind of backup role my my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I was on the scout team a little bit, just trying okay. to help, trying, trying to help the team win, win in different different ways other than playing. Yeah. So um, 
obviously my, my role changed from being a starter or a role player, um, being a big man here in Medina to mm-hmm. uh, kind of scout team player, helping the team win my freshman year in like different ways other than being on the court. What did that do to your ego, to your confidence? How did that affect you? Um, at first, it was, it was tough. Yeah. Um, just kind of swallowing that pill, just being like, okay, I'm not really playing a lot. Um, just my parents helped me through it a lot. Um, That's great. My grandpa did as well. Yeah. Just staying strong in my faith. And my grandpa always kind of talks about that and just thinking day by day. And your, your time's going to come. Just mm-hmm. keep working hard. And so I really leaned on those couple things that really helped me through it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, that, the first two years, the first, the first, that first year for sure can mm-hmm. be just. Yeah. It can make or break you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You and I, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, I know I've seen it. Uh, just people leaving. People not making it. People not making it to that second year, even to their opportunity. When you know it's coming, eventually, if you're working, and it doesn't seem like you never were not a worker, you know? So I always um, big up people who take working as a as a important aspect and not just their talent, you know? Because you can, everybody comes talented, yeah. especially in D1 college. Yeah, that level, I mean, everyone's got the skill. Everyone's a top exactly. player in high school. It's just kind of what you do uh, in the off-season and the extra time you have. Yeah, so off-season, freshman year, coming off your freshman year, you're not really playing. You're just still trying to find your role. You're still trying to get the rhythm down. What, what? How did you take that next step into your sophomore year, even though the junior year really was that big step yeah. when I that's that freshman that freshman summer can kind of be that pivotal point, even though it might not come out until that junior year. So what did you do differently? Yeah, um, our strength coach at the University of Michigan is really, really well known. Um, okay. John Sanderson. And so usually typically after the season, there's two two summer sessions that are split up. Um, in the first part, you don't have to stay. So none of the athletes have to stay. A lot mm-hmm. of guys Older guys kind of go home for that two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of insisted that the younger guys, those freshmen, myself included, kind of stay for those extra two months. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get a class or two out of the way in, in, in terms of that, and you can also work out with him. Mm-hmm. And that's where you really make that progress, you know, working out with him Monday through Friday, working out basketball-wise as well, the coaches. And so just that kind of two months after my freshman year, before my kind of sophomore year, sophomore summer, um, just really putting the time. You know, yeah. Because no one – there was the backup spot was available. I knew I was probably going to start because of Mo Wagner. Okay. He's going to be a starter. He's a dog. So just knowing he was, he's always kind of either typically in foul trouble or mm-hmm. um, sometimes he got hurt once or twice. Mm-hmm. So just being that backup big, I knew the spot was available. And so I um, just kind of went out there and got it. That's what's up. So you just took small goals, mm-hmm. small steps to really develop yourself. And you didn't try to like go for broke yeah. off yeah. the top. Because that kind of... I've seen that happen, and they and it, and if you don't get it now, you're just all twisted mentally, yeah, yeah. and you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you probably end up transferring. That's what a lot of them do. Yeah. But um, you stuck it out for four years. So, um, how before we get to that junior year that really broke out for you, um, how did you balance being a student? How did you balance um, personal time, relationships? How did you balance all of that, and then trying to secure? That, that backup role and then continue to be better. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Uh, that level, um, you you want to work on your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to improve the game, you get on the court. But at the same time, um, you're a college kid. You want to have fun. You want to uh, get in relationships. You want to have friendships. You want to mm-hmm. do this and that. And um, for me, uh, student athletes at the University of Michigan, they have to live in the dorms for two years. Wow. Um, and so you're not, freshman, you don't get 
apartment, you don't get this or that. Mm -hmm. So we're right there in the dorms with all the other students. Yeah. Um, and so I think that really helped me just getting, being friends with other kids outside of basketball. Yeah. Just getting my mind off that. That's so dope. A lot of my good friends now are, aren't basketball players. Yeah. Um, some of them are other athletes, but just getting the relationship outside of basketball and just kind of buying up things other than sports. So, yeah. I think really helped me too. That's awesome. So did you need that? Um, to be able to balance almost? Uh, I think I did. A lot of guys, uh, it kind of depends. But for me, um, uh, I kind of, when I don't play basketball, I like to get away. I don't like to think about it. Yeah. Um, I was the same way. I just, if I'm off the court, I'm not thinking about it. Nope. You know, so, I might not even watch a game. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll think, I'll do other things, the video games, do this or that. Um, but once I get back on the court, then I'm locked in. Exactly. But, uh, you know, if I want to get my mind off something, I just get away from the court and just kind of walk away from that. That's dope. And um, you and again, this is the first time we're meeting. I usually don't even do interviews with somebody I haven't met yet. Yeah. But just being right here with you is just like you have a very calm and uh, like personable personality, and I, and that's dope. And um, I just wanted to know, going into that sophomore and junior year, going into that junior year, that summer, right? What was on your mind that whole summer? Going because you knew you had a shot. Yeah. You knew you had a shot to start, and you knew you had a shot to be a bigger role. So what did what was going through your mind? Because that's a that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, uh, I knew Mo was leaving. Um, him and I were roommates on the road. So okay. He always told me, yeah, it's probably my last season. I mean, so we kind of talked about. It, so I knew that that's why I was available. So again, um, like I said, that summer term, I, I say it again. Sometimes those juniors leave. I want to stay and make sure I uh, focus on getting that spot. Yeah. And Coach uh, Beeline at the time, um, he wasn't handing out any spots here in summer, so we all had to work hard. And I really didn't know until the week before the season started. Really? So because he always kept it quiet. Yeah, he'd make team scrimmages, this and that, but he would never come out and say, hey, you're starting, you're starting. So just working hard. Um, and that really, really knowing that spot was available and yeah. I can improve my game. Yeah. Um, expand, expand the floor and then just kind of go from there. Yeah. So you get the spot, right? You get the spot. Now you're – did you – were you – were you a captain initially as well? No, I wasn't a captain my dream. Okay. So um, so you get the spot. You're a starter now. Yeah. And even though you're not a technical captain, you're a leader on that, on that team now. Um, and you got some younger guys who are good. Yeah. What do you – how do you um, embrace them, bring them in, and how do you take your game and develop it within the season? Because in the season, you got better every game. Yeah. So how did you do – how did you kind of balance both? Um, I think just getting better every game, just kind of playing off my teammates. Mm -hmm. um, kind of those younger guys, you don't really know how they play because you haven't played with them before. Right. So kind of from the first game until last game, just improving my game, uh, learning how, how, how the freshmen like to play, mm -hmm. and kind of going off of that. And just being a leader uh, my junior year, uh, I just really learned the things from my freshman year, my sophomore year, learning from the older guys. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, every year there, we won at least 23, 24 games. Yeah. And so, just learning from those juniors and seniors leaders of those teams after they graduated, I, I could kind of take what they taught me and what I what I learned and what yeah. I know, um, and teach younger guys and just kind of hopefully that tradition kind of keeps up there at the University of Michigan. That's dope, man. That's that's really dope. And um, just the way you look at it, a lot of older guys who, especially who are trying to go to that to the league or that next level, don't even worry about you know the the people coming. <laughs> But you had to because you had to get that chemistry. You had to. You knew you were going to be playing with them. You had to develop, and you had to put yourself on the map. Yep. And that's what you did. Your junior year, you put yourself on the map. So after you, let's say, um, 
and I forget exactly what game it was. Um, but you put that you you put that hammer down. <laughs> you put the hammer down. What game was that? Uh, that was my sophomore. That was against Purdue in the Big Ten championship. Yes, yes, yes. So after that, they're buzzing about you. They're buzzing about you, right? Um, living up to the hype is sometimes the hardest thing to do for athletes because we kind of get in our own heads. We overthink things. But you flowed right into that junior year and became a pivotal role. So when you're talking about um, off the court, right, how did you keep yourself from thinking too highly of yourself? Uh, I think my junior year, just the team we had. Um, we had Charles Matthews, who's a leader, Tamer Simpson, me and us, us three were kind of junior seniors of the team. Mm-hmm. And we kind of young guys like Igbos, Jordan Poole, Isaiah mm-hmm. Rivers. So guys like that, uh, we didn't really need one guy to be special. We just right. needed a team effort. Any, any, any one night, one of us six could go for 20 points. Yeah. And, um, any one night, all of us could get 10 points and we could still win by 16 to 50 or something like that. So. There wasn't one guy on that team, or me especially, just um, we had to do what we, we thought we would do this, or think we had to do this. We just played as a team, and mm-hmm. um, just really bounded off the court, and I think that's really, what really helped us. That's dope, man. So, it was your sophomore year when you went to the national championship. Yep, yep. How was that atmosphere, playing in the national championship game? Uh, it was crazy. Uh, I... That 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 dome we played at in San Antonio, I don't know what mm-hmm. it's called, but that, that was the biggest place I ever played basketball. Really, just looking up, um, I mean, it's a big football stadium, yeah. just a little court, basketball court. I remember just the starting lineups that, that Monday night. I was getting chills just kind of standing there, like, and even though we, we got beat, uh, we were we were in it for the first half. It was, yeah, it's a great experience and. Uh, something that no one can really take away from me. I played a national championship game, and so I mean, yeah, we're disappointed outcome, um, but. You know, Bill Noble played really well that game. Yeah, they did. Um, that whole tournament, actually. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was just once in a lifetime thing. And I, from a young boy, I always filled out March Madness practice. I always watched always. in school, trying to find a way to watch in school. And mm-hmm. let my parents try to stay home during those times. So, actually being able to play in that for the last three years, it could have been four this year. But, yeah. Um, three years, it was pretty special. And it, it was an honor. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And and just being able to travel mm-hmm. and be around athletes that, I mean, that, that I, I just know that just had to be a... Yeah, definitely. Just being around everyone from kind of different ways of life. And it's, like you said, the travel. I mean, we went to Spain for two weeks um, before, my, before our junior year. Because the University of Michigan takes a kind of foreign trip every four years. Okay. Go, so we played three, four games. Yeah. Um, so we went to Madrid for like four or five days and Barcelona for four or five days. Um, and then my sophomore year as well, we played in the Maui Invitational. So yeah. So we went to Hawaii for like a week. Um, the Hounds last year. So just kind of place I've never really dreamed about. Yeah. That. Basketball can take you anywhere. And so, anywhere. I mean, sports in general can take you anywhere yeah. too. So, um, the situation means just basketball and um, exciting to see what the future holds. Especially. Yeah. So, how was the overseas trip? What What was your favorite moment? I didn't even know that part. I was doing so much research, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it really goes out there to the public, but yeah, we were out there for about two weeks. Um, we went one and two, even though we lost, even though we were playing pro teams. It yeah. was just a good experience. And, uh, especially that 
a junior year, just kind of for me, just getting that starting spot. Yeah. Um, it was a good experience for me in, in front of uh, kind of a crowd, a smaller crowd, and mm -hmm. just seeing how, what it kind of feels like. So this was prior to you even getting the real start mm -hmm. this back was, at Michigan. This was like the end of summer, like the first two weeks of August before yeah. we go to school, back to school. So, yeah. Um, it was, uh, Get your feet wet a little yeah, bit. A little That's bit. cool. So it, was, it, was, it was a cool time. Yeah. with the guys, and it was the first time I've been overseas. Okay. Um, uh, what was so, the process like? You had to get a passport? Yeah, we had to get a passport. We flew from Detroit to Atlanta, and Atlanta to Madrid. We spent like five days there, and then we took like a high-speed like train. Yeah. And it was flying. Was it? We only took like an hour. I don't know how far Madrid is from Barcelona. Yeah, I don't know either. But and then we flew on the way back to Barcelona to Amsterdam and Amsterdam to Detroit. So it was a, it was, it was a pretty cool time. And yeah. We had a lot of fun. How long was the plane ride? Too long. Was it? Yeah, it's probably eight nine hours. Yeah, that's one of those plane rides you you, you fall asleep, you wake back up, you like I'm still we yeah. up, I'm going back. We flew, we flew through the night and uh, we left Atlanta like maybe eight nine, and mm -hmm. we got to Madrid at like nine in the morning. Oh, wow. They served us dinner on the plane, and like an hour later they were serving us breakfast. Wow! So it was like it was just weird. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, did you did you get to? Interact with any of the locals or anything like that? Uh, we, we did a lot of shopping, um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of visits to different attractions there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I can't really speak Spanish, so like, <laughs> me and my buddy Eli Brooks, we were we were kind of stuck together. We didn't we didn't really know what we were doing, but we just had fun. Just yeah. Kind of going out of the shops and just kind of trying to talk to people, and, and it was a neat experience. That's dope, man. So, all right, so your junior year. Um, you have a great, fantastic year. You're coming into your senior year, and now you're a captain. Now you know you're the starter. Now you know you're this guy. And they're going to be looking for you. Opposing teams are going to be watching you, watching the film on you. But you still got to do you. How do you keep that going and into a season that ultimately gets cut short, but you're having your best season? I mean, you're. I mean, I already read some of the stats. Uh, you were the most valuable player in that uh, tournament. In that game you had mm -hmm. was outstanding, and you looked so fluent but aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know how? You, how was that coming into your senior year? Uh, it was weird at first because with the new coach, Coach Howard coming mm -hmm. in, and just the changes of everything, and I knew Xavier and I would be the lead, lead the team, and us being the leaders, we would either put everything on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. and, uh, not trying to do too much, but also at the same time help the team win. Yeah. And at times, it, yeah, I had to score at times. I didn't have to score at times. I yeah. Rebound or assist or pass or script such screens, things like that. And so really, I'm um, trying to help the team win in any way. But it was just, it was a big change from Coach Beyond to Coach Howard. Um, it was a good change. I, yeah. I kind of tell people. And um, I think Xavier and I, we did a really good job this past year. And um, just hoping they could continue the best for them. Yeah, so I read something that you did um, an interview, and you said um, um, with Coach, what do you say, Beeline? Yeah, Beeline. Uh, Beeline. He um, he kind of had you spread out a little bit more, a lot more through your shoot. You can shoot. Yeah. Um, but then Coach Howard had you more on the block. Um, how was that? How was that transition, and how did he kind of coach you into that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of played compliant both ways. In high school, I played both ways and showed Coach Beeline's system just being outside in the perimeter more. Mm -hmm. um, not so much on the paint. Uh, Coach Howard coming in, himself being a big guy, he played that Michigan. He played in the NBA for a couple mm -hmm. seasons. So just learning from him, he, he taught me 
uh, you want to use me download more and that's what he did and so just asking me questions here and there and tips and tricks and so just learning from a guy like that um, first of all it was a great experience yeah. for him to coach me as well and so he can help me gain and just put me in a position where I am today yeah so how has he helped you um, and Coach Howard how has he helped you in the NBA process in the draft process yeah I mean I would talk to him talk before I saw him AJ I would talk to him about that mm -hmm. and ask him to hear about me in there and he, he'd just give me tips tricks mm -hmm. and just be like um, and he said, just kind of have fun with it. Just be yourself. And yeah. Enjoy the process. And you don't get this back. And just kind of just got to be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely commend um, any coach that can can relate to a player and be able to kind of calm them. Because, you know, all the emotions are high and everything, especially when you're talking about the, the NBA. Yeah. Um, to be able to come down and just be able to be able to talk to him as a person more than just a player. So I, I definitely commend that. Uh, now, for your training, um, we're, of course, we're at Hutch Sports Academy. Um, why do you feel like Hutch was um, a, a good asset to your training? Uh, I've been working with him ever since my freshman year in high school. Okay. Uh, he came and worked with our, the basketball team my freshman sophomore year. Um, and then in my junior, senior year in high school, too, I'd come in and train with a couple other athletes, basketball mm -hmm. athletes. And so, uh, it, so he's, he's been a great guy to have around, especially his, his complex year now, um, especially being here. Because he didn't have that one. No, he didn't. But I was I would start with him when he was back in the little – it's kind of like a little yoga studio. Yeah. Like his own little spot. Not even his own little spot. Um, and then once I went to University of Michigan, obviously I had all my kind of stuff there. And I, was, mm -hmm. I was maybe home for maybe a month at a time, like for a whole year. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have to focus on working out too much when I was home, more relaxing. But now that COVID hit in and um, just being home for the past four or five months, um, just got in contact with Hutch. And he was more than willing to work with me. Yeah. And just being close to home, like two-minute drive, um, it was no brainer to come here and work out. Definitely, definitely. That's great. That's great. So, um, your your senior year gets cut short, right? Um, first first thing that came to mind when that happened. Uh, I was devastated. Uh, we were actually about to play. Those were all our first teams going to play with no fans in the crowd. Really? Um, it was just going to be our like just family in the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, we got we got the game. We got all warmed up. We were five minutes away from tip off, and they took us off the court. What? Um, he got he brought some locker rooms, like, yeah, Big Ten tournament's canceled. Um, and then they canceled the NCAA tournament later mm -hmm. that night. And so we uh, we actually were driving back when that happened. And so just on that bus ride, um, it was just devastating for Jason and I just knowing yeah. that we played our last game about a week ago, and we didn't know it at that time. Uh, we played Maryland. We lost. And we weren't really playing for anything. We weren't really hunting or anything. So just wish that I had the game back since be like, I, that would be my last college game. But, um, yeah. It was that same at first, um, but just, just thankfully everyone was still safe as well. And so just kind of we can take that for granted. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, you were going, I mean, you were going on the tear. Mm -hmm. uh, when, it, when, when you're talking about your senior year, You people dream to start their senior year off like how you started it, yeah. you know? Um, so when you when you kind of come, come into the realization like, wow, it's over, um, who is the first person you kind of talk to in terms of family and um, to kind of console you, console you, or even um, just a vent almost? I know you're pissed off. And mm -hmm. so I, I would have been. My senior year gets cut short. I'm like, can we run this back or something? Yeah, like, uh, so, who, so who was that person you talked to? 
I mean, not family wise, but just my roommates. Yeah. Um, Luke Wilson, who's on still on the team, locked on. Luke Destani, who's a manager. So just two guys that were really close to me, and just um, just guys that we would always hang out. We were in an apartment together, so we would always hang out and stuff, do different things. And so just being able to talk to them uh, on that bus ride, and once we got back home, but. Uh, my grandpa, I think, really helped me through. Yeah. And just talking me through. And um, so it's, it's just for a purpose, for a reason. And mm-hmm. it happened for something. And I had to help you down the road. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of taking that and seeing trying, him trying to help me, really help me, and um, just trying to go from there. That's dope. And we're going to come to an end. Um, I'm just grateful to have you on here. Appreciate uh, I truly appreciate it. Um, I just want to ask you, what advice would you have for a upcoming senior, not even a senior, let's say a um, high school player who has the abilities, um, but is kind of lacking the focus. Um, what would you say to them? Uh, I mean, just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have a lot of things going on outside of your sport, yeah. um, a lot of pressure on you. Um, but if you take it one day at a time, you have the right mindset to focus on working out. And it doesn't have to be a long workout. It can be 30, 45 minutes, but as long as you get that workout and it's a good workout, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be two hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I feel like, yeah, people work out for so long, but if I can do the same amount of work you can do in 30 minutes, 45 100%. minutes. So just use your time wisely and how you spend it. And I feel like just take it day by day and it'll take you places. I agree. I agree. Um, is there anything else you would like to say that you've never got to say on a podcast or in an interview? Uh, I don't really have anything. <laughs> well, you're, you you just been a great guy, man. I truly appreciate you just for and, and good luck, yeah, you know, in you. everything you got going on. The podcast is rooting for you. I'm rooting for appreciate you. That. Um, and you know, I'm a blackest everywhere. So yeah. I truly appreciate you just sitting down with me. With me. Uh, this is the Life of X athlete. We are in season two. We have the NBA prospect. I mean, what else do you ask for, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's a wrap. I, I don't got nothing else. I don't got nothing else. That's a wrap.